Hello. What's up, Jake? Happy New what? Year. Happy New Year, Josh. How you doing? <laughs> I'm a little sick as we were just talking about record before we recorded. Uh, but you said I don't sound too nasally, so hopefully our listeners can put up with it and my brain fog today. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed. And you're yeah. Um, yeah. you're you're sharp, you're a sharp guy. <laughs> I don't think we'll have any problems. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh yeah, figured today my question I wanted to ask you about was inversions. I feel like this is I don't know, maybe an I don't know. I I wonder in everyone's journey when this comes up in their in jujitsu. Uh or maybe it's one of those basic moves that we should be doing in the warm-ups <laughs> that just have never been covered. But I don't think I can really invert. I haven't spent a much time trying to do it. I'm curious, when did inversions come up for you in your jujitsu journey? And then what are what's the use of it? Like like how how should one like a beginner think about inversions? It also looks it, a little scary, so maybe you can yeah. talk about the neck and all that <laughs> a little bit. Yes, yeah, so this is an interesting question. Um, yeah, just as far as like when I started doing them, I if I remember correctly, I think it was exactly what you said. I think it was just kind of like a warm up thing mm-hmm. where we used to do this thing where you like line up and you're like seated against a wall and both your feet are on the wall. And then you cross one foot over the other and then you invert and you can just kind of like go along the wall up and back. Mm-hmm. And we used to do that for like a warm up. Um, and it honestly, I, I feel like it, it helped me like get the motion down. So um, yeah, for all the crap that's talked about, you know, like the useless warm up stuff, I found that one to be relatively helpful, at least for now that I'm like reflecting on it, you know? Um, but then like, as far as like actual application goes, you know, I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think Lachlan Giles has a good little, uh, like tuck this elbow in, do like a very slow motion, like inversion drill. And I think I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it's a part of his, uh, guard retention course. Mm, okay. Um, so maybe check that out and double check me on that. Okay. Would that be on um, sub meta? That would be on sub meta. Yes. Nice. Do, do, uh, do we have discount code for that? Check the uh, description below. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. I think he, he's obviously like super good at it. He like played the whole time in this last ADCC from like North South, you know, in like a half inverted oh, like, yeah. state. So um, he's very comfortable with it. And yeah, I, I think he's a good, good resource for, for this type of thing. Um, but yeah, like as far as like application goes, I think the biggest one is probably going to be like guard retention. Um, it just makes you, makes your guard much harder to pass. Um, cause it makes it, it much harder for them to get your feet pointed away from them. If that makes sense. And like, oftentimes you can use the inversion to like, get your hips up in the air and like recover your, your hip position. Um, and then that creates space for your feet to kind of like follow if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I would say like the biggest application of inverting is guard retention. Yeah. And is it usually used when they're, it seems like it's usually used when they're loose passing or maybe trying to go North South. 
Yeah, exactly. Like generally it would be a loose pass slash north south. And like the classic one, this might even be like the best way to maybe practice it from like an application perspective would be like you just stand in like a north south scenario, almost like you're doing that like classic ab exercise. You like reach above your head and grab your partner's like Achilles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lift your feet up. Yeah. Yeah. But if if the standing person is kind of bent over in like an L Mm -hmm. uh, configuration and uh, the bottom person can invert and you bring your foot across to their opposite hip. Yeah. And then your head goes out on that same side. And then that allows you to just square right back up to the person. Um, I would say that's probably a like really good way of going about like practicing an inversion and using it in a practical scenario. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, there's one piece of it, which is like the body mechanics of actually doing it. And like, yeah, learning how to do it. Have you ever like tweaked your neck or like strained anything while doing an inversion? I remember you mentioning that uh Sam, your wife was watching you and then she was like, Oh geez, that looks so bad for your neck. Um, yeah, I'm curious if that's ever happened to you or if you've seen it happen. Are there Yeah, you know, I uh personally I don't think I've ever tweaked my neck. I jujitsu is so weird. Like I feel like um my posture is like horrible for like everyday life, but it's like decent for jujitsu, you know, like the super like rounded shoulders. Um, and that, I feel like if you have like good, like concave shoulders and you can create that kind of like ball and you have like good frames, I feel like it's difficult for them to put like actual weight on top of you. And like, oftentimes, like, again, you watch like Lachlan do it in ADCC, like he's inverting to get his frames in. And then he's like, almost like grip fighting from there and like, just kind of like bearing his partner's weight as he's like shifting the arm across to this side. So we can attack an arm bar, whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So like, I think your frames are relatively strong um, and you shouldn't bear like that much weight on your like actual neck. You know, like a lot of times your head isn't even like touching the ground. It's mm. like mostly on like your oh, shoulders, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, with that said, I do realize I'm like relatively young still. And I imagine like, it's probably not the best for like longevity, you know, <laughs> like I imagine there's probably safer ways to go about it um, than messing around too much with inversion. So uh, yeah, I would say if you do it right, like you probably shouldn't like bear so much weight on your like neck. Um, in fact, your neck probably shouldn't even be on the ground, but in reality, like things are not always as picture perfect as you would like them to be. And um, yes, it's probably better in the long run that you're not just like letting yourself get stacked over and over again kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you find inversions to be more part of like lighter weight class people's games or do a lot of like the heavier guys do it too? Cause I don't know. I haven't, I obviously haven't watched that much jujitsu, but you've seen a lot of competition footage. Do you see a difference there when they use it? Yeah. I don't, I don't have like statistics on this and I'm, I'm curious to know like the weight division that like 
it tends to disappear. But like, if you're looking at it from like the extremes of like 66 kilogram to like over 99 kilogram, there's definitely more (laughs) in the 66. Right. But like, if you're comparing like 66 to 77, I, I think there's a lot in the 77 too, you know? So like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and 88, there's might be like a bit less, but I think there's still like a decent amount of like inversions and stuff. So, uh, I, I think yes, the short answer, yes. Um, but there are like a handful of people that do it at the heavier weights. Um, but it's not like everyone, I would say like pretty much everyone in 66 can invert like, and has like a good game off of like an inversion, at least like the, you know, the top people, you know? Right. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to think about people's guard and the way people pass differently, lighter versus heavier divisions. I wonder if it's because of like a speed advantage when you're lighter or something like that. Um, attacking. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I, uh, who's I talking to? I forget, man, I forget. My, I just, my mind is so, I feel like overloaded these days. Um, there was, forget what it was. Dang it. There was some sort of thing where it was like women versus men. And like, they do this technique in the training room. Cause it like tends to work better against bigger people. But when they do it against people, their own weight, it like has too much momentum and it like, mm. they don't end up, it was some sort of like throw and they don't end up on top. They end up like almost like flipping over and rolling through. So they end up on bottom, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like the basic idea is like women are used to rolling with bigger people. And when they do a technique that requires a lot of momentum, they, yeah, it like, it doesn't have much like whip when they do it against someone bigger, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's probably like a, the similar thing. Like the smaller person is usually going to be on bottom against most of their training partners who are right. you're usually not 66 kilograms or usually heavier. Mm-hmm. So like generally they're going to have like better guards. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It actually makes it a good note for me. Like just takeaways from this is I probably shouldn't practice inversions my very first time against people much bigger than me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Just in case I don't have that optimal angle on my neck or shoulders. Um, yeah, definitely we'll work on it against smaller opponents or same size. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a tricky, just me personally, cause I'm pretty light. Like I, I weigh like 155 these days, 153 and I'm tall 6'2 and I'm pretty new. So there's not a lot of guys that are worse than me. There's not a lot of guys that are my size or lighter than me. <laughs> it's mostly guys that are better and bigger. So I'm sure some people out there probably resonate with that, but yeah. Yeah, So with inversions, I should be a little careful in the beginning. Um, Yeah. It could be one of those things where you like drill it um, to like actually like be like, Oh, this is how I do it. You know? Yeah. Um, Instead of like, let me give this a shot kind of thing (laughs) during a live spar. Um, Yeah. And I would say probably in my opinion, the time I invert the most in a guard retention perspective is the top person has that like weave from half guard and they do some sort of like knee cut or something out to the side and then you invert under as the bottom player because your foot is already on like it's like doing that north south drill with your foot 
going across to the other hip. Yeah. Um, you're already in that position. So maybe that would be a good scenario to like drill um, to get you like the, the inversion motion down. And then you can obviously do it in more dynamic situations. But yeah. It's actually really funny you bring that up because I've been training with um, my buddy at the his mosque in the mornings and he has been tr- teaching his friend to do the weave pass like from standing and like pinning and cutting Perfect. an angle. And then I was saying, what do you do to against this? And he said, actually, the best thing to do here would probably be to invert. And maybe that's why this question has been coming up for me lately. So yeah, maybe I'll drill it with them a little bit. Um, yeah, he was talking about inverting and going into a triangle or something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's 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 funny that you bring that up. Yeah, no, I think that's the uh, that's probably the most common guard retention inversion. Got it. oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then- you're probably not going to get a triangle off of it. But, uh yes if they're if the top player is like just you know like tunnel vision like right. plowing forward yes you can get a triangle but uh in down. reality you'll probably not not get a triangle you might be able to like go into the legs like k-guard kind of thing tends to be a pretty common mm. follow-up because they're you know getting out of the triangle usually yeah um so their legs will be behind but yeah oh, um, interesting. yeah do you think inversions are like a necessity Mm. for you i would say yes oh wow okay yeah i would say like for someone your size um (laughs) i would say you should be able to invert um i mean i guess you know it all depends on like your goals and stuff but like um i would say if you're if you want to take jujitsu like somewhat seriously and you're your size and you weigh uh, like 150 pounds, you should be able to invert. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think so. It's either invert or eat a lot of McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. It's one or the other. <laughs> this is the, the crossroad. We've reached the crossroads. Yes. <laughs> either gain a ton of weight or learn how to invert. Yeah. That's so funny. I did not expect yeah. that to be one of the lessons from <laughs> I just think like your guard is so much more dynamic when you can invert. And like, from a guard retention perspective, yes. And then also just from like attacking, like mm. if you can put someone's hands on the mat yeah. and like invert underneath, like, yeah, you're, you, you're just making your game way more dynamic. Yeah. So it's good from a retention perspective. And then in terms of attacking, is it usually inverting and going into legs? As you all know by now, I'm a huge fan of journaling for jujitsu and in life. And I've been working on a journaling app called Sherpa. It's designed to give you a few journaling prompts to set an intention, plan, or goal before you go to practice, and then reflect afterwards to help you get the most out of your training and guide your focus. Sherpa uses AI to analyze your entries, gives you summaries and insights over time to show you where you're progressing, and then pinpoint areas of improvement for you to focus on. We're looking for athletes to test out the app on a free trial and give us some feedback to help us shape the future of the app. So if you're interested in joining, you can sign up at the waitlist in the episode description or directly at the website, sherpajournal.ai. That's S-H-E-R-P-A journal.ai. I would say generally um, you invert and go into the legs, but... 
honestly, some of them are are a bit fancy. Mm. Um, like it, it starts to get into like the fancier realm of like entries. I mean, yeah. anything I guess inverted just makes it like where am I kind of thing, you know. <laughs> um, right. So it, it automatically, I feel like, just becomes more difficult. Um, yeah. But like we saw this thing that Dominic Mejia did, um, who's like one of the the new wave guys um, in the recent Naiga thing from Crab Ride. And I was like, oh, I just kind of want to like mess around with it. And it's like, you're inverted with like crab hooks and stuff. And it like seems so complicated when he did it. And then we did it and we were like, wow, that's actually not that difficult. It's just like, looks crazy, you know? (laughs) Um, But I do think a lot of times when you're inverting, when you're inverting underneath someone, you want the leg that you're like inverting under to be weightless. You want it to be off the map. So like if you're in reverse De La Hiba, you would push all of their weight to their far leg so that their near leg is light and you're like picking their foot up off the mat and you can invert underneath. You're not oh. just going to invert underneath someone if all their weight is heavy on the front leg. Oh, okay. So that's a kind of a general rule for inverting underneath someone. And usually when that leg is light, and you come out the back, like they're going to be trying to run away. Like it's like a general thing. I would say like, not, not everyone, like if people are like really comfortable, obviously they can like sit in the pocket, but I would say like most of the times you're, you see it, like either you invert and they run away and you wrestle up off of that. So basically it's like, they're afraid of leg lock. So they're like running away and then you wrestle up. Um, or they take like, I mean, it's just, it's just the same principle. Like if you're defending a leg lock, either you're like trying to build posture and like disengage, or you're trying to like sit down so you can use your secondary leg to, you know, pummel and, and do things like that. Um, so generally, I think what you see is often inversion, people's leg is light. So either they're going to like try and run and like rip their leg out. Or they're going to say, screw it, I'm going to enter this leg lock battle. And they're going to like jump on your leg as you're inverting. So yeah, that's, uh, I I would be hesitant to invert offensively mm. if you're not comfortable with leg locks. Oh, it's like, it often, I feel like leads to a, a just a shootout. Oh, you know? really? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Like okay. they're, they're jumping on your leg and you're like attacking their leg. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. You know, it's interesting. I, I I wonder if another reason I don't invert a lot is because I don't get a lot of guys trying to North South pass me, but I'm realizing when they do, I suck. It's like the <laughs> pass ever. It's so hard to get my knees like as frames to their shoulders when they're in North South. It's so difficult. But um, yeah, I, I know you've been studying a little North South uh passing and stuff like that so i'm curious we could touch on that in the future um as well as yeah. like continuation of leg locks too i think we had an interesting really really good episode um a while back called leg locks for white belts i think very uh <laughs> very quick baby title but yeah it'd be fun to hmm, yeah follow along here and see as i invert if i do end up getting entangled more and what new problems they'll have to figure out so yeah 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 it's uh yeah again i think i think it looks fancier than it is but i also think it uh 
it's important for uh for guard retention especially like yeah. just from defensive perspective like yeah yeah so for takeaways i'm guessing maybe first start drilling it like that against the wall drill could be good where you're like you face the wall and then you lean back you put your feet against the wall right and then you try to keep your feet on the wall but cross them and invert down the wall i guess yeah maybe that's could you be can a good, try that good but... starting point yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't. Have you seen a video on? I don't. I have. Yeah. Okay, you have. Okay, I because I wouldn't. Um, I think it's a little more nuanced than than don't that. Lie. So if you could okay. find a video, then that'd be cool. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can post one in the in the description here of like inversion drills or something. I'll find on YouTube. There you go. And then, um, would the next step be if you want to start to use it? Maybe go against people your weight or lighter, and then use it defensively as a, as a starting point definitely i would say definitely yeah okay um and i think a very common scenario is that weave scenario right right okay cool and almost like let them beat your bottom leg you know what i'm saying yeah so your your top leg is that like lasso because yeah 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 Yeah. so you just like basically let them beat your bottom leg and then you invert oh okay yeah okay cool and then for people that to watch Lachlan Giles ADCC 2022, yeah. Anyone else that comes to mind? Mikey Musumeci, does he invert a lot? Yeah, I mean he's he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot of like I mean, it's tough because I feel like a lot of people do that like inversion for guard retention, um, but like. Like you're naming people that are really good at inverting for offense, if this makes sense. Oh. Um, like, like there's Mateus, who like is really good at like combining Baron Bolos and um like leg lock stuff, you know? But like that I wouldn't say is necessarily like a good person to like study for this, because yeah. like it's just like too much, you know. Um so I I honestly think like I don't think there's anyone like specific maybe because I do think it's like, like so common. Um, oh, this, wow. Okay. This, like, especially the, the weave guard pass. Like I remember I, I made a YouTube video about it. Um, you can maybe just post that in there for like hey, some examples, but like, yeah, um, it's, it's pretty common. Um, okay. Like if you watch an event, I imagine you'll see it like, you know, seven times. Right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just start seeing it everywhere now. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find your video and link it in here as well in the description. Yeah. I'll send it to you. I think it's, it's, uh, something about like guard retention to K guard or something like that. Okay. I don't, even, I don't remember my yeah. titles. I come up with. All good. I'll link that. I'll link the, uh, drills and then some meta always available at a discount. If you check the description. So yeah. take advantage of that. But uh, yeah, pretty quick and easy one today. I'm excited to take on this new movement uh, as intimidating as it looks. Especially I've got a long neck too. I think maybe that's why I'm also just like, oh man, it looks scary. But yeah. uh, I think yeah. you, you brought up a really good point. Like don't do it on like super heavy people. But like in reality, it's like uh, the heavy people are the ones that 
like try and do that like weave pass and just like smash the crap out of you you know so like <laughs> it is like in reality you're gonna do it against big people you know and yeah. that's what like you were saying like my wife was like oh my gosh like you have like a 250 pound man trying to like wow into you and you're like on your neck you know right. like, it just looks bad right, um, right. but in reality you're probably gonna have to do it against those types of people so like start small but like yeah with the asterisk like the small people might not be the ones trying to necessarily like do that to you a lot of times, you know? Yeah. Thanks for the the tips today. Um, inversions, man, every, every single time I have one of these episodes, I feel like one question just brings so many more questions. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's fun. <laughs> cool. Right, well, good luck. Thank or, you. Uh, go get some McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, uh, I'll catch you uh, next week. All right. Later. See ya.